And we're out here. Squizzy Squad is in the building, and uh, I go by the name of Small Eyes with a Z. Who else do we have with us in the Squeeze Squad Zoom space? Squid Preston. Squid Squid Press. And who else? You're on mute. You're on mute, uh, good sir, go. Tristan. There we go. <laughs> yeah, was like, they can't even hear you, bro. Can't even hear it. How y'all doing? What did you, you didn't say your name? They didn't hear that part. Yeah, I said it like three times. No, you were Zoom. You were muted. muted, muted. Even after the mute though, I was like, Kavari. Yeah, we didn't. Nope. Uh, no, nope. <laughs> no, you're gonna listen Squid to like playback. He's gonna be like, oh, wow. Squidvari. Squid, Kavari. Okay, anyways, he just <laughs> freaking delayed us from our intro. And uh, yeah, Ashley's <laughs> on her way, man. Uh, we out here, this is gonna be a very unique episode. We probably. On her cyberway, not her. On her cyber, yeah, on her cyberway. You know, you gotta, you gotta walk down the cyber streets to get to the cyber blocks. Um, this episode is brought to you by Six. Um, <laughs> what have we done to the world? Look what we've done. <laughs> oh yeah, the soundboard's in effect. <laughs> I got all kinds of shit ready to go. This episode is brought to you by Sex, but uh, it's not going to be as linear as that. We're really going to be talking about sex and dating in the digital quarantine era that we're in right now. Uh, so we have a really dope guest, Tia of Sex Down South, um, and they bring kind of like sex education and uh, I would say uh, events designed to gather groups of people who are marginalized and, you know, don't really know about ways to express their sexuality so they're giving people open spaces to create and share um and explore and uh we live in an exploratory times that's for damn sure so uh that's gonna be exciting uh but before we get into that we're gonna get into the warm-up and it goes like lights please lights please turn off the lights for now everything just seems all right J. Cole, man. What, 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 can you, what can you say? Cold world. So yeah. this just came in, I believe, maybe a few days ago, and I'll read the quotes. Mr. Cuomo, who he himself supposedly is. It's, it's interesting all these uh, people who are leaders or uh, just people who are competent leading this coronavirus strategy or attack are being put into like the sexy category. They're saying Dr. Fauci should be on the sexiest man's list and and Governor Cuomo, just just all this kind of shenanigan shit. Uh, (laughs) But Cuomo's ratings have gone up because he's been competent and he's been doing what he's, you know, for the most part, what he should be doing. And he's just now signed an executive order that is going to allow people to get marriage licenses remotely via Zoom. Uh, because again, they're trying to promote as most social distancing as possible since they are, uh, for lack of a better term, ground zero and, you know, no joke, uh, for, you know, the highest per capita deaths and impact on, uh, COVID-19 in America. So that shit's game changer, man. I guess it will set precedent that if New York does it, then that means everyone's going to do it. And that means that now you can get married, butt ass naked in your in your living hmm. room that's, that's the first that's the first thing you go to <laughs> i mean i'm just saying it, that's an option now hey because you we were talking about being naked last last time oh okay. so, so now he's like he's like getting <laughs> with it he's like he's like yeah because you know there's a lot of people that's naked right now so it's just funny <laughs> straight up hey man all i'm Yo, saying actually is... uh actually maybe maybe jumping in as well yeah she, she's just she, she's gonna jump in jump into the swimming pool uh, so to catch our listeners up again, this is Digital Good Times, this is Digital Quarantine Times, I should say, Zoom edition. This is our seventh episode, but it's our second time doing this Zoom. So bear with us, man, as we get keep getting the kinks worked out. Ashley's coming in now. She's checking in upon Zoom things. 
lick our shot. Uh, time. <laughs> well, hey, I'm I, I'm giving the shout outs, okay? <laughs> and so, yeah, I want to get y'all thoughts, man. Especially uh, you being, yeah, uh, you know, somebody who is currently engaged. Talk to the yeah. people, man, about what's what supposed what to have the wedding. We're supposed to have the wedding in June, June 27th, but we definitely got to push it back. And we had to been seeing uh, people getting married on Zoom, but not uh, sounds official. You know, they were just on Zoom for the friends and family. Yeah, yeah. It was there. So the fact that it's legal now, I don't know. But it still be weird. And I guess for some people, like if they've already spent a lot of money on um, putting a wedding together, Mm -hmm. then, you know, they may not have the option to push back at this point. So, you know, they may just be going for with doing whatever they can. Yeah. So, you know, if you're in that situation where um, maybe you were within weeks of your wedding, mm-hmm. um, you may you may go with that option of, you know, doing a Zoom wedding, doing a digital wedding. Yeah, if you really can't turn around. I, yeah. I mean, that would suck, though. Right. I'm sure they'll, I'm sure they'll still try to. Or, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure yeah. there's, you know, but there's people in different situations or yeah. there may be someone who, like, they're looking for the legal benefits of marriage. Mm-hmm. Are so, they really set yeah. on that date? Some people yeah. are like, I really, like, hey, I need, it needs to be this day regardless of what happens. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, to to, to Jack's point too, uh, it, since we know the trajectory of, we'll just to, you know, make everything current, that Facebook announced and a lot of companies are gonna fall in suit that a lot of big events aren't gonna be, uh, uh, at this current trajectory, be set until late fall 2021. And so mm-hmm. you could say then that, just normal events and things of that nature, even going down to government offices, which are normally pretty crowded, uh, may be limited. So this could become a thing that they do that may even have a reduced rate. Like, hey, get your yeah. online marriage license for half of coming down to the actual, um, you know, studio or coming, I'm sorry, not studio, <laughs> to the government to get it. Sorry, I just got distracted because Tia just came in. She just hit in. We'll let her <laughs> jump on in here too. Um, yeah, so... I mean, it's just the new normal, you know what I mean? I, I think that's going to be a part of our conversation, too, as we dive into talks of sex. Yeah. Sex. All them people back on the beach in Florida. Sexuality and things like that in the digital era, in the quarantine era. Like, what are the new ways that we're going to have to oh, embrace and become common form? Yeah, she's coming in. We, you on me right now, but live and direct with us, Digital Good Times, what it do and what it does. Miss Tia, can you hear us? Are you are you good? How 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 you feeling? She's muted. You're muted. Oh, you're muted. You're muted right now. If you decide, you don't. You hear me? Yes. <laughs> yes. We did it. We did it, America. We done did it. How are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? We're doing pretty fine. Pretty fine. We are excited to have you on the show, and especially to have a topic of this nature because real talk like probably the best episode that we didn't record i don't you've done i'm sure tons of shows tons of podcasts and media it'll be those things that you do off air that is like the real sauce but we had like a precursor to this conversation tristan uh ashley and his lovely fiance the wonderful and amazing amber and we were talking about we just kind of off the cuff, got into a conversation about porn and, you know, and then we started really getting into like deep conversations about all kinds of things where from polyamory, talking about different kinds of sexual li- lifestyle, sexual fetishes and like really cool, int- like super dope conversation that a lot of people don't tend to have on a normal basis. And so this is something that we're excited to talk about how, we are have to adjust as a society and how we deal with relating to one another, whether it's on the base, uh, base, base level when it comes to building relationships, dating, b- growing romance through the fucking screen, and then elevating that to your sex and your and how you want to enjoy one another or enjoy others uh, digitally since we're in the social distancing era. So we can't wait to get into that conversation, but what we're talking about right now is, uh, kind of our, what WTF of the week, which is our kind of starter warm up topic. And we're basically talking about now how zoom is about just in New York city. They just officiated that Cuomo officiated that you can now get married through zoom legally. So people can now digitally be one through their fucking mobile device. 
So, like, what, how would you feel about that? And would you do that if you were in a situation where you didn't want to go into the public? I open it up. I throw it out there. Tossed. Hello. Anyone can go first? Yeah. Talking to you. Any one of you, any <laughs> one of you people that are here on the oh. screen right now. Just jump right into the pool. To the right. yeah, like, come on. Like, welcome. All right, here you go. Yeah. I just, so, I'm just going to say this. I think it's great that people can um, get married digitally, but I'm like a little, I know we're on Zoom right now, but I'm a little pissed off at yeah. Zoom because they've been hacking, hacking down on people who want to have their sex parties on Zoom. And I don't appreciate oh, really? it. Yes. Really? Yes. That's not cool. Oh, I don't know about that. What? Right. Why? Right. So what they're saying, this is yeah, you know, like always like hide shit and some other shit. So what they're saying is they're trying to really crack down on like um, child pornography, which is understandable. Yeah. But you can see if it's goddamn grown folks on Zoom having a good time. Yeah. And so it's like, I get it. And I think that like Shut people should be married on Zoom. But I also think that people should be able to have a sex party on Zoom too. Yeah. yeah. Especially because the Zoom, I mean, they have they have some nerve seeing how compromised their entire system is systematically, yeah. like from mm-hmm. top to bottom. Their shit is flawed. So, like, anybody can hack their shit. So, for them to even have scrutiny on people who want to have private sex parties through Zoom links, like, it's really hilarious. It's like, deal with the basics first. Like, get your shit (laughs) together before you start trying to lock people down for trying to be butt-ass naked and shaking their ass for each other. What are they going to instead? Instead of Zoom, are they using something else? I don't know. I kind of got infuriated on the thread and then I gave up. Uh, I've been trying to keep my stress levels low, y'all. Okay? Yeah, you and gotta so, do that. Like, like the facts, internet facts. and the news has been upsetting me. So I just saw it. And a lot, of my, a lot of my friends are sex workers and dancers and that's some of the way that they make their money through Zoom. And yeah. so they're having some challenges with it right now. So mm. I didn't see what people were doing in, in to as a backup. I'm bad at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we, I mean, I want to dive into that too because in one of the articles you had, we're talking about the, you know, essentially how everybody's flooding digital space now. So people who normally wouldn't get their money, whether we're talking about sex workers, whether we're talking about strippers, whether we're talking about a lot of different people who really didn't have a digital presence for their work are now having to go online and compete with the people who do it, who have been doing it for a long time. Mm -hmm. So we're in the era of, not only mass consumption on every level, but especially mass consumption of like sexuality, I would say. Um, so my question, since nobody wanted to really get into the marriage question, this is very interesting how y'all got oh, quiet. Tristan's the only one that answered it because you're engaged. Commented. You're engaged. No, I would be it's fine. I would honestly be upset if I had to do that because, you know, some people want the traditional wedding. Some people want to be able to go and then, like, you never know. Like, a woman could be, like, cool with it for a second, and then the next, you know, she could harbor those feelings, you know, from year, for years down the line. Do you ever think about that? Hold on. <laughs> I like, like, a woman could be like, well, I, want, I really wanted a wedding, but he wanted to do this. And <laughs> I feel like it's just, like, a, a Band-Aid, you know, for now. Mm-hmm. Right. So I feel I like people will go get a real wedding. A wedding yeah. For now. Yeah. Because yeah. really, that's, that's the legal thing. Yeah, I mean, but you can't like you can't put the rabbit back in the hat, or can you? I guess so. If you can have this option, because I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, like, if basically, if I can basically, oh, let's instead of people, let's go to the courthouse and go get married, because people do that all the time, the shotgun weddings. If you can just be like, yo, all we got to do is log on Zoom and we can go get officiated. It's just gonna create a whole another kind of paradigm for the way people approach marriage and how just the the infrastructure of it you know so then what is which is a whole different conversation on you know why are people uh getting into the space of marriage i won't go there that's a whole different <laughs> can of worms uh but honestly if you can if you can do this then this normalizes all things related to how we connect with one another with is which is a conversation i want to lead into before we get to the uh it's money too that's true you said, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I know a lot of people. I have hella friends that did straight up to the courthouse for and it's all for bread because it's I, like I be, twenty. It's, it's ten twenty racks on a courthouse, and then having my honeymoon alone. Like I wouldn't be mad at that because I feel like most weddings are really for other people anyway. It's for the party. 
It's for the yeah. party. Yeah. For the party. It's for the party. And we know, Tristan, you're a party animal, which is why your wedding is going to be pretty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know. I get it. I, I totally get it. You know what I mean? All right. So next topic, then uh, let's discuss how we feel about the normalizing of, again, the way people are currently connecting and meeting. And I think it's, I just want to get a perspective talking about, uh, as I think we have a unique gamut of perspectives from people who are either single in this social dating, uh, social distancing era, uh, like myself, uh, people who are in a relationship, and then we have people who are engaged or who are in a, like, you know, a formal, approaching a formal marriage situation. So I want to get, how does it feel right now? And I'll let every perspective speak. The single people can talk and then the people who are in a relationship and then people uh, who are in a, you know, a, a marriage. You're going to call everybody out on the show. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, fuck it, man. <laughs> yeah, That's what we're doing this show for. Yeah, like, we're around around circle. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we're doing this, man. Like, it's not to fuck around, man. It's not to fuck around. I'm sorry. But, yeah, like, how are we dealing with trying to connect with people, whether it's romantically, whether it's on a relationship or network level i'll say for myself also i'll start i start off you know all so right if you guys want to just be all <laughs> kick it off kick it soft. off yeah it's fine it's fine uh yeah like dating right now i've already been i've always been an online dater uh we've talked about this in previous episodes <laughs> like i got it in i've been getting in since the myspace era to date myself like you know what i mean like for real my first girlfriend professional my online dater yeah, I guess you say that. And so I've seen the landscape change and it, it's changed dramatically now to where everything, everybody's so ADD, everybody is so not in, not invested in a goddamn thing. So, and Tinder is probably the main reason why. Tinder broke online dating. Like before, before Tinder, online dating was pretty straight. Like you pretty much like, you know what you're getting into. You could check a person's profile out you can look into their photos and then you started a gradual progression to how you would connect whether it's text phone etc now because of the swipe era you can be swiping and having like at least 10 different conversations with someone and out of those nothing's coming out of that like everything is basically just fizzles so we're living mm -hmm. in such a saturated era where nobody's invested spending any time looking at trying to really connect and, and the stakes were even low or higher they were higher when you could actually meet somebody now that we're in social distancing the stakes are even lower because it's like oh i know i'm not even gonna meet, meet you so why would i why am i even wasting my time trying you to build know. a you conversation no i'm just the saying world, the open devil's up. advocate well in the current in the current situation so that's how it is for me right now like it's it's really really pretty garbaggio um but hmm. for people who are actually engaging with someone like how is it to be in a relationship with someone in this quarantine era with dealing with all your urges and you know all the shit that humans have <laughs> yeah so um Open i think that i'm i'm kind of opposite of Amon's experience where like i never did any kind of online dating it's always been like the organic route uh for me uh, i actually uh one of my friends signed me up for i think tinder like last year. So I was on it for a few months and mm -hmm. nothing really happened. I had like a couple of conversations with some people, but it was, it was kind of weird. So I just went back to the, uh, the organic route. So to the streets. I actually to the streets. Went, went to the streets <laughs> and, mm -hmm. uh, through a, mm -hmm. through a mutual friend, I actually met somebody and we're in a relationship now. Mm. Um, pretty, yeah. Thing to this day, quickly, but to this day, to this day, you know, <laughs> just uh everything just kind of fell into place and so uh we started dating right before um like all the lockdowns and all of that Perfect stuff timing. hit so we uh and yeah it's funny she was like yeah you planned this like you <laughs> this is this is <laughs> this is your plan the whole time because you, 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 you knew this brain. was happening right <laughs> but uh but now nah, we started um we started dating right before you know all the lockdown happened so when uh they started announcing you know people need to, you know, stay at home orders and all of that. Mm -hmm. We decided to just partner up on resources. And so it's been a lot like, a, like an accelerator, accelerator program. Mm. Um, I think the thing that works for us yeah, is that, yeah, I think for us, it just worked out because we've both been in relationships before. So we have like that experience. We know the elements of like, um, you know, each bring in um, our parts to the table to make things work. And uh, we've actually, 
surprise ourselves at how well things have really come together over really like the past couple months. You know, it hasn't been a long time at all. So, Mm -hmm. um, and before that I was in like a really long relationship for, you know, for the folks who know, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was a while, it was a while. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been, um, it's been, it's been a really good experience. I, I have no complaints. And I'm not, I don't want to paint it like it's been all like peachy the whole time. Like, you know, the, the regular human conflicts of like people being in a, in the same space, confined space for uh, an extended amount of time like that happens. But I think that um, just like any relationship, communication is key. So, you know, we push through those hard moments. We communicate, we learn, you know, from each other and learn about each other and keep it moving like that. So straight up. Okay, cool, cool. So Tristan, you, I want to get your take or just your, how has it been going from being in a engaged situation post pre-quarantine and post-quarantine? Like, how have y'all been dealing? Like, you know what I'm saying? How, how you had to adjust to changing plans, et cetera? Oh yeah. So the, I think the biggest thing is just uh, not being able to plan and having to push the date, figure out a new date kind of put in limbo on if you can even set a date Mm -hmm. um but like as far as the day-to-day we're kind of uh hermits anyway so we don't really go too many places so like life in that way hasn't changed you know it's still like get up work work on music create do something else you know but um yeah i think just the not having a plan or trying to plan when we can start a plan is the biggest difference would you ever consider, because let's say that, like, yo, you guys are like, yo, we want to do 2020 still. And mm-hmm. people are, they're still saying, hey, we don't recommend large gatherings, 100 or whatever. Would you consider, like, having a Zoom set up so people can watch or, like, be a part of your wedding? And I mean, decide yeah, to, like, I mean, if we small, do that. A small, you know, like a small, just something to consider. Like, Oh, no, either, either way, if we do a Zoom wedding or a small wedding where, like, the people we've already been kind of in quarantine with or at the you know wedding yeah then we're like we're still gonna throw the party whenever everything opens up so. <laughs> like there's still gonna be a party just so you know parties yeah. happening man no matter <laughs> fucking what okay That's let's keep news. going going down go down the line miss miss ashley how has your quarantine experience been you talked we talked about it i think on one pre maybe one episode but give us an update on how you how you feeling in this uh quarantine era and social distancing trying to connect if you want, if you're trying to, if you, all you care about being single, which is what I'm on right now, you're trying to build something, like, give us your experience. So, I'm kind of like Jack, where a friend, well, actually, my cousin, she set me up on um, Bumble and Hinge, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, never did the Tinder thing, I heard it was like the hookup thing anyways, but, um, mm-hmm. so, she, we were at, you know, like a little girls night, whatever, um, she kind of was like, hey, this is you on this. I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> so anyways, she made the account. She thought, you know, I, don't <laughs> I work a lot um, and I'm a mom. So um, my dating thing is like, I'm like, I'm kind of cool on it. Um, I know I told you guys before, I kind of had an experience where I caught an ex doing some not so cool stuff. So um, I kind of, I played with it a bit. Um, if I get bored, I go on there, but I just don't see anything happening honestly um it's either guys that don't have jobs most of the time <laughs> or... that's funny because they talk about, they talk about the same apps <laughs> like, or like two seconds they want your phone number and i'm just not into like i, I want to see it. i mean my problem is if you're on a dating app i mean i feel like i don't have to be on there but i don't mind being on there um just to kill time right I'm kind of like in a in a place where I'm like, whatever happens, happens. If it happens, mm-hmm. well, I, I'd rather it happen organic because I'm not ugly, but it's just I don't go anywhere. So. But what if you? I mean, what if we're in the era now where you can't meet people because you you everything well, okay, is spaced I had out. To that part. So I had a, a friend hit me up. We were like best friends in college, and um, I'm kind of like talking to him now. We're talking every day, um, okay. but I kind of. I've gotten to the point too, which kind of sucks and that it kind of ties into the whole situation because I'm kind of, kind of used to being single at this point. So it's like, sometimes I like my space. So it's like, 
And I was saying before, I would rather date someone who isn't in the same state as me and we actually have time to get to know each other rather than have somebody that's all up under me all the time until Mm -hmm. like I get to that place. Because I think that when we are in this place of, you know, I don't know, I guess maybe like just get, just being, getting comfortable with yourself, you know? I think a lot of times in the past, I I, uh, I put up a um a IG post the other day. I see a lot of people just like being bored and starting up things with boredom instead of like, like they're going back to exes and they're like mm-hmm. hanging out on it with toxic situations. And it's like, okay, y'all are tripping. Like y'all need to take this time to love yourself, to kind of do more self-care. Um, I think it makes a lot of sense to take this time to learn yourself more and to, to, understand yourself more instead of jumping into toxic situations so you know, <laughs> we've been friends for so That's, long punch we have talked for a long time but i just feel like it's and, and then i think the other issue is too that it's like a contest now of who can be harder who can have the colder heart or whatever oh all right my boy like all right cool oh you dogged her all right let me dog this girl too like okay you know like it's the same thing even with the females it's like oh all right i want to check i, I want a bag i don't want no you know love or whatever so i think that it's kind of better to just like get to know yourself around this time if you are single and i don't know i'm just not i'm not put i'm not rushing for anything and i'm not i got running, you so. i got you so i i think i think that that's um that's a cool transition to getting into our guest you know, which want, we, you give hers? yeah like i want, I want, I want her to talk yeah oh, but, <laughs> go ahead yeah give us your how are you living right now like what do you so, i think so i'm gonna go back to online dating online dating has never worked for me and i think it, it, it depends on like where you find your strongest attractions and my strongest attractions lie in the way somebody smells so i like try tinder I tried Bumble, I tried all that shit. And I was like, this is terrible. Like I need to like smell your neck and your ears and stuff. So I cannot, I can't own my neck. Cause you can't <laughs> smell the aroma. You can't, you can't get the aroma. So I just, I really can't do it. And then I'm the type of person who, um, when I date, it's like, I like to devour the person that I'm dating very quickly. Like, I don't like to waste time. Kind of. So it's like, a, it's Whoa. like I devour you quick. Like you mean like <laughs> consume them? Not man, like not cannibal. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just trying to make sure. And so like those type of connections I really can have without <clears throat> meeting somebody in person. And then it's just sort of like that. I believe in love at first sight. So it's like love at first sight slash sort of meeting. And that's just gotcha. never happened when I was online. And then I wanted to to follow up with uh, what Ashley said about like going back to exes and shit. So many times r- during this this quarantine, I was like, oh, maybe I could just like text so and so or so and so's friend or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I had to write this little sticky note to myself. Can y'all see it? Yeah, read it. Read it to the people. Stop fucking niggas you don't even like. Just stop. Amen. It's a good principle to live by. So that was like, like a reminder. And so, like, that's, that's kind of... That's like a Bible verse. What did you say? So it's like a Bible <laughs> verse. <laughs> yeah. That's my reminder, because it's really hard. It's very challenging. Um, some people have been trying to trick me into things mm. over the last couple of weeks. Wow. Mm. You know, sending things in the mail and, and text. But I've been holding mm. out for long. Um, <laughs> and they say that this virus is as contagious and as deadly as for some people. I, of course, like, you know, want to stay safe and all that kind of stuff. But it's it's hard. And you can only watch so much porn and you can only masturbate so much. Like, that's just, mm-hmm. I just take a lot of naps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, okay, so so that gets, that, that, gets, that gets me into, like, the real meat and potatoes of us talking about, like, the reality, right? Like, okay, yeah, let's just say that everything's going to go the way we want it to go. And in 30 days, 60 days, we can go back to normalcy. Let's say that it, that doesn't fucking happen and that we all are stuck indoors and that we are going to have to cope with this reality, this new normal. So how do you find ways to embrace like your sexuality and the things that you want you're trying to get from someone, which is what you do when you're trying to date. You're finding, of course, romance and other connectivities, but you're also finding ways that 
you are able to pleasure meet get your pleasure uh, uh point I don't across do the toy thing so that's just out of the question for me the what Say it again. I don't, i'm not a toy person um i've never owned a toy a toy yeah you don't wait, 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 do wait. toys i know this is not what this show is about but like you ain't never owned a toy yeah see you going about you see you about to you about to you about to you about to Break it down. Go ahead, Tia. Give her the give her the science. Give her the science. Can I run and just get my toy real quick so I can just. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. Please. That is what the people want to see. She said not one, but not a single one ever. Yeah, man. She said not so I, I, I'm just saying one. So what I'm gonna quote from this article: What Tia is going to get her uh get her uh, props. Like, I don't have an issue. Like I can. I'm so dis- disciplined that I can go like years, like a year or two without it. But when I do do it, like. It's over. Like it's happening every single day. That's it. That's all. Like, okay. So I just wanna. I'm gonna read this quote, and this is gonna tie to the uh, fantastic uh, to- sex toys dildos that Tia is gonna show us. Uh, it says one in five people right now in the study that they ran uh, reported that they're experimenting with new ways of expressing themselves sexually during the pandemic. So that means that right now people are free freakier than they ever fucking been and we know that if you've been paying attention to id live not just for you know the toy lanes milk shows which have been epic and for all the types of ig twerk fest and even the little sex parties people get try to get off but you know ig doesn't let that shit fly but people try to get it off like there's new ways people are trying to express themselves and i, I think it's awesome what do y'all think about it and yes go <laughs> Um, she went and got a toy <laughs> you know change the subject no no i didn't i she no we're still on the same thing we're like we're still on the same thing go ahead can we see it do you have it yeah. so this is the love of my life it looks like a mouse i know it looks crazy right no it's so futuristic yeah right. so it's called a lilo sonar and i don't like a penetrative masturbation like if it's gonna be any penetration it's gonna be a bio penis but if I'm a, like solo, a bio I penis? To, yeah, bi- like I don't, I don't like dildos either. I want an actual penis attached to an actual person. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's called a bio penis. So yeah. there's, I have one of those. <laughs> is there a cyber penis? Yeah, I was like, so there's, is there, there's a non-bio penis? We have strap-ons, and a lot of trans people oh, yeah. feel okay. like strap-ons yeah. are an extension of their bodies. But I like biological penises. Or, yeah. or okay. um, but this, so <laughs> this is a very Okay, I'm not gonna say that it's dangerous, but you can. I can have an orgasm in like 32 seconds with this. What? I feel like I saw a, I saw a Twitter uh, Twitter thread about this, and like um, the way that women described it, it was like, like You'll you said, you have to be yeah, you have to be careful because you can just go into that deep of like ecstasy or have that many orgasms. Well, I, so. I've also heard that like doing that type of thing like messes with your sensitivity. They say that, but I've not had a problem switching back and forth between masturbating <laughs> All right. and having a great time with a partner. And the thing is, like, nothing can, of course, like, um, emulate what this feels like because it, it's not even a vibration. It's like a it's sonar, the way that dolphins talk to each other. So it's that. It's a feeling like I've never felt other than... Dolphin? is dolphin basically yeah. tonguing you down. It's like a robotic dolphin. I don't want to think of it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm just giving a different context. I'm just giving a different context. It's the way the vibration is. Because when you think of like a regular vibrator, it vibrates like this. And it's a little bit... Um, uh, it's a little bit too rough for my clitoris. But this, you can hover over the clitoris and not even touch mm-hmm. it. And you can still feel the vibration through your... Science. Your yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yes, 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 man. So for the listeners who are obviously from the audio podcast, this is the episode you definitely want to watch. So go to our YouTube and check it out so you can see the actual oh, mouse shape form. <laughs> this was like a video video. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh. I mean, yeah, this is a video. But you're in like, you're just like in a box. Also, this is going to probably cut off just so you know, and we'll, we're going to come back and it will be seamless to the listening audience. They won't miss a beat. Uh, but we are gonna cut off soon, uh, so I'm just letting y'all know that. All right, so we're back because we thought we were gonna cut off, but it didn't cut off, and that's totally fine. That's totally fine. Okay, so I want to go ahead and get into. We're just having we're just having a chop it up session. This is like the most fluid episode ever because we're really just talking about how we're living life right now. You know what I mean? And people can share what they want to share. You can be as loose or as like however you want to be. This is where we are right now. 
Like I said to you, I do feel like I am afraid of losing sensitivity because mm-hmm. I don't know. Like you said, like I have to have that penis, like here, like I right do. here. Like I do. Wait, I, listen, I'm the power too. Like, I have to have it. I'm like an advocate. I feel like they should pay me as much as I talk about this product. They right. should. I'm an advocate. Straight up. Um, this. <laughs> I've had this for about I think maybe like two or three years and I have several vibrators I've had I've been using vibrators since I was like 18 or 19 so mm-hmm. I'm not going to completely age myself but I've had a lot of them and this is the best one that I've ever had and they have excellent customer service <laughs> um, hey that matters, that yeah, matters. yo y'all need to get her as your well, sponsor was it broken or something before? Like... Uh, yeah so the first one that I got when I turned it on it sounded <laughs> And oh, so I sent it back, and before I even really put it in the mail, they had sent me another one. So I was like, oh, this is like excellent customer service. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a warranty on it. It comes in several different colors. And I know a lot of people are um, very conscious about their nerves. And I would say, like, if you've never had any nerve damage before or any, like, neurological issues or pain issues when it comes to, like, sex or clitoral stimulation, to just give it a try. They always have sales. Well, so- I have another issue. Mm-hmm. I like head, but I don't like it a lot. <laughs> what? Ah, uh, her responses are great. <laughs> I love it. I like this too because it's. I think my audio is messed up. I like it because it's women have a conversation. We're just like flies on the wall. What is it about it that you don't like? I don't know. I like. I love penetration. So I just, I'm a penetration queen. So like, I feel like. Wow. But I like head. But the thing is, like, have you not had good head? Oh, I've had some great head. So you just like, don't like it? Sure. Like, for too long. It's like, all right, do that. I'm a pleaser. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a Scorpio, so uh, we are okay. there. But mm-hmm. I'm a pleaser. Like, I have to know that I'm doing good. Like, I like to go mm. down. I like to please my man. Like, I like that. But I also just like somebody taking control of me and just going in. See, to this I, day! <laughs> to this day! I feel like, and it's probably the princess part of my, me, is like, I feel like I'm pleasing my partner just by being there. Like, just by mm, laying there, like, being naked. Bars. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I'm a princess. Like, when it comes to that, mm. and I like want to be pleased. And I feel like I'm like a female supremacist also. And so, um, I just want all the pleasure. And that has a lot to do with head first. And then, I mean, we go back and forth, but head is always very important to me. Like, I'm, I can be a bit bossy, I guess, too. Really? Um, you don't seem bossy. Oh, I'm bossy. <laughs> oh, sounds like, sound like you got like a few different modes, though. Actually, you sound like it, it depends on like what. So, how, how I like that this is a session. That, this is so an I Ashley like, session. I like, I, like to be like a, I like to start it off slow and kind of like you know sexy and you know, all that intimate shit. And then I like to go, like, kind of some fuck me shit, like. Oh, have you ever, like, done BDSM or kink or anything like that? I don't like that type of stuff. I don't want nobody beating on me and shit. Mm-hmm. Soak me. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. But other than that. It's not all about beating. She went to, uh, whatchamacallit? Yeah. 1792. Like, oh, Ashley went. Amon was supposed to come, but he um chickened out. Oh, you gonna do you gonna do me like that on air? You gonna live and direct me like that on air? That's how you know what live and direct means. You gonna do that? What have we done to the world? What we done? Why you doing? Why you doing me like that, bro? Always just about beating. It's a lot of um other things you can do that fall under BDSM and kink. Like my favorite thing to do is delay orgasms. Because it's still like part of control, but you're not physically like punching or slapping or pinching your partner. I don't want that way. Is that edging? You talking about edging? Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I, I'm not into that. Like I, I, I've had sex for hours, like, and it was amazing. Like just mm-hmm. flex. That's it. No, no, seriously. A few months ago, I didn't even know this could happen. Our chemistry was so crazy, and it was like. Literally, like, he knew exactly what to do with my body. And that was that. So I can't say that, you know, I, I'm just, I don't know. I'm weird. I'm different. I don't know. Which is totally okay. And that's what Everybody's wonderful thing though. about sex down south, which is, I just, look at my transition skills. <laughs> look how I transition 
that is the wonderful thing about Sex Down South. And I can't wait for Tia to get into that and tell us about what y'all do and like kind of what, what the reason why y'all decided to create your organization and why you just, you felt there's a need. Um, because there's, there's all kinds of ways people express themselves in their sexuality, man. And like, it's not really an education space. Like for me, outside of these conversations that I have with my friends that are a part of certain communities, whether it's the LGBTQ or people who live and uh, participate in polyamorous uh, lifestyles. Like those are the only ways you get access to um, an education in some ways in your ignorance to how these communities work. And so I think it's really dope that you are connected to the intersection of all those kind of communities. And I wanted to get a little bit more of, you know, what's your uh, goal and what are y'all trying to do, especially with your upcoming uh, conference. I know, which is also being threatened by COVID-19. Yeah. COVID-19. Oh. So y'all might have to do, say, you might, well, see, you have to find a platform where you yeah. could do it virtually, where you might, where you might be able to do it virtually. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's like the whole part in the whole point of Sex Down South is to yeah, communicate break it down. with people. You know what I mean? So, like, if we had to take it virtual, we would. But, you know, it's like a family reunion. You want to hug and kiss on your cousin. That sounds weird. But you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and kiss is on everybody. Is that okay? What's you want to, you know, have a nap ministry. You want to do those things. So, like, if we had to take it digital, it would be different. But we don't want to let our movement pause or die just because the world isn't open but, um, so sex down south started in it started as an idea in 2014 um, i have a business partner named marla who is a sexologist and sex therapist and shout out to do something else that i was working on and we are like the yin and yang of of like everything i'm a cancer she's a taurus i'm crazy she's grounded um, we just really, really worked well together. And we were sitting down at her coffee table and we were like, oh, we should do a sex conference. Neither one of us had like planned anything to that magnitude. Mm-hmm. And it started off as like a one day event. And then we just kept talking and it snowballed into a whole three day conference that we just sort of, we like put $200 in the bank account and that's how it all kind of got started. Wow. I had been wow. to other sex conferences before and they looked like Republican conventions. It was like a lot of Whoa. old, all white people, which is fine. Mm-hmm. For them, <laughs> but I didn't feel like I could fully be myself and explore with that type of crowd. And so um, there was just nothing like Sex Down South that kind of existed at the time. Mm. And we wanted a place where people of color were prioritized, but not for play, like for real. Yeah. Like right. you're black, you're a person of color, you're a queer person, this is a safe space for you, space for you to come and to be educated. But to also like explore, and that's another thing, like a lot of sex conferences have a, like a huge line of delineation of what they feel like is proper. So yeah. like, oh, we're education, or oh, we're only kink, or oh, we're only poly and all that kind of stuff. But all of those like crowds um, intersect with each other. And a lot of people who are poly also practice kink. You have asexual people who are in relationships with kinky people. So we just wanted a place that everybody could come together and commune and to educate and to play. So. That's awesome. So, okay. And in, in saying that, and again, taking into consideration that we are going, we're, our current state is we're all social distancing and people are finding creative ways to express themselves. We mentioned that before, whether it's artists creating OnlyFans now, which rappers are supposedly going to start creating, like so Casanova says he's going to create a only fans, which is like who nobody wants, nobody asked for that. Um, Boosie said he will, and he probably will, and that could be intriguing. We we don't know. He's like, yo, I got sex tapes in the cut, and no, yeah, nobody wants to be Boosie. But he has a he has a he has a fan base of people that want to see it. I'm sure he's gonna get some money off OnlyFans. Is what I'm saying. I think and- everybody will make money <laughs> as far as like if if anybody you know of celebrity status does it because people just want to know mm-hmm. i don't i wouldn't be okay with it but I, I think other people i think people would clown people and be posting it in the shade room like crazy <laughs> so i think do. a lot of people wouldn't do that because once you put it do. up it doesn't go anywhere that right. good old that, tweet that <laughs> people still doing it though that's what i'm saying like i think we're in there we're going to get into the era where because there is no such thing as privacy and there really is no such thing as 
you know, your, your rights, as we're going to see a lot of these things pass because of coronavirus, like your shit's already out there. So you're going to see people who have videos of them, but ass naked online and it really won't matter. I think we're going to get into that era where it really won't matter. So I think that's where, why people are, yeah. Oh, you got my screenshots. You on YouTube, you can go on Pornhub and see these IG live twerk sessions yeah, and then, and people people you they repost them they you like oh yeah this is i'm gonna promote this via my only fans so mm-hmm. i'm just saying i i i think it's worth embracing uh where the technology and sexuality intertwine which is really cool that tia started by showing her modern vibrator because it's like there's all different kinds of ways people are finding ways to pleasure themselves whether it's only fans whether Yo. it's cam Cam Soda or uh, Chatterbait, you know what I mean? Which shout out to those joints because they're Yo, fantastic I, um, websites. What's Cam Soda? Yeah. It's another Cam Cam site. Oh. People can camp. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my my girlfriend and I we've been talking about our OnlyFans. Um, I don't know if y'all ever seen my feet before, but um, no. I got I got some feet that you know could whoa could tear up the internet. She looking at me. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> that could tear up the internet. So we was talking to this about day. Um, you know to this Maybe day, my feet out there, man. You know. Yeah, that's a huge community for fetish some money ladies, man. It, you know what I mean? Some people go crazy over feet. We can't breathe over this. Like, what is it about your feet? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we need to see these feet. Yeah. See now you now you set yourself to, up, bro. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't have the lighting. You don't have the lighting to show you the lighting for my feet. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's gonna pop the way you want. My my second toe is just look is just a little bit long, but other than that, um, I have um, well shaped feet. Oh, <laughs> so so let me say this: Are you uh? Do you have a foot fetish, or is that what you? Um, I do not at all. But but I you want to cater no, to people who might have. Hey, you know, some people out there that you know. I'm not. They may want to look at my feet, person. and I may be able to make some money off of it. So. Yeah. You know what I mean? my feet crazy. So. What's that? They're they are out there. They're out there. Yeah. They're out there. Wait, so, so that's my, that's my contribution. That's my contribution. Oh. That's your contribution. Is your feet yeah. to OnlyFans? Yep. Yeah. Does it, does anybody like have a thought of getting an OnlyFans? No. I mean, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, for my feet. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna do one. He said he's gonna do one for his feet. He's gonna do one. So okay, that's fine. So uh, you're you're finding ways to innovate during the quarantine. I want to get from you, Tia, and especially from Sex Down South, or even from what you've seen, or if you have been observing how other communities are finding ways to. So, for example, there's this article about the polyamory people who live a polyamorous lifestyle. How is that dampered via social distancing? And, you know, how is that being impacted depending on what, what, uh, how many partners you might have? I'm, I'm just interested in how people feel these, the social distancing era is going to impact how they currently approach the sexual things they were doing and how, like, they're going to have to adjust, you know, in the yeah. coming time. <clears throat> I think it all uh, just depends on what a person, it starts with what a person's beliefs are. Because, you know, yeah. there are probably people out here who, don't believe in STDs and they don't believe in all this stuff. What? Oh, yeah. Don't believe in STDs. You ever seen these people? I've probably seen you some links, but um, <laughs> nah, bro. Yeah, no. and so there are people, and there are also people who don't even believe that we need to be social distancing. But yeah, I think if you care about your partner and you give a damn about your health, mm-hmm. you are gonna take the proper measures to social distance. Starts with that self love. Yeah, until you know you know for sure that you are not infected and and then also because it's like you don't know if you're infected because some people don't have symptoms so we really have to like really quarantine for real not for play for like 30 days mm-hmm. um, and so i know it's affecting a lot of people i'm like super solo poly right now so i don't have this problem but a lot of my friends are having challenges because they can't see their partners but then people are like Wait, sick and out. what's solo poly like you gotta break some of the the lingo down I, and I hate all these stupid titles because they like give me a They're head. really complex and confusing. Complex, but I'm a polyamorous person or I'm an open person, but I'm solo. So I'm like, I'm not monogamous. And I, when you know what? I'm not solo poly. I'm poly. I'm single right now. So I'm single and polyamorous. Okay. So does that so, mean like, okay, if you're dating, then you guys both like, you know, have, you know, other partners or mm-hmm. is it... And, and at, when you're single, you still will join other people pretty much, right? Or am I wrong? 
Well, the way that my poly looks is just like I'm an open relator. So I don't join into other people's relationship. I just, because I'm um, heterosexual. So I just date men, several men. I really like to just date two people at a time. It's like my best. I'm at my best at two. It's your but, best um, ratio? Your best yeah, number. that's my ratio. Um, but there are people who are in like quads and triangles and hinges and all kinds of shit. But I'm just, just two is good for me. Wow. Time. So, and, yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like, you're, you're so here's like, hey, oh, we use my, oh, I need two other hands. But say, like, this is me, right? So I'm a hinge and say I'm like dating Amon and you're down here, right? And then yeah. I'm also dating Tristan, but you guys are not dating each other. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought that, I didn't know there was a name for that. Yeah, I it's a name for everything. Like, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So that's why uh, that's really why I, I think what you all are doing is important because education. So are there sessions or mm-hmm. classes and things like that you have at the conference where you break yeah. down if somebody wants to know about, OK, like I'm interested in polyamory, but I don't know what the fuck, how the fuck to do it. And I don't know where to go. And I don't know anybody who's living that lifestyle. Everything at the conference. Does that Everything. mean like you don't like to date or does that mean that you just want to explore? No, it just means I'm non-monogamous. I love today. Okay. Oh, okay. I love today, married men, because they've like already kind of been beaten <laughs> into permission, and I don't have to like ask them to do stuff. They just already know what to do. That's like my favorite type of person today. Are but, you like? So, well, are you not afraid of like the drama that can come with it? I'm a cancer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they can be afraid of me. Straight up. <laughs> Whoa. Hey. Whoa! Gotta drop a bomb on. That. So awesome. So Sex Down South, oh, you all yeah. will determine. I know it's set for September, but you yeah. will be so flexible. If, if the world opens back up, um, it's set for September 10th to the 12th, and it'll be at the Sheraton downtown. And we have over um, 80 workshops over the weekend. We have a healing space. We have our own dungeon complete with a cage. That Oh yeah. <laughs> wait, no, wait, say, oh wait. Break that down. Cage? Break that down for the no, listeners, that's not please. A dog cage. I'm like, break that's that dog down cage. for the listeners, please. Is it a big cage? Like, what is it? Oh, it's a. It's a human cage. So it's a it's a human size cage. You can fit about six people in there. <laughs> a human size cage. Is, is okay, it cool. Almost like cool, those cool. big dog kennels. No, and I'll show you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask. Wait, you have I a human size cage in your house? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Come on, man. <laughs> Where do you think she keeps married, man? Damn. <laughs> it's real life up in here, man. Oh. Can you see it? Daisy. Don't look at my back. Oh, wow. <laughs> see it? We can't we can't see it. Yeah. Oh no, we can, we can see the cage. We can see the cage. Yeah. But we can't see your body. So like six people can fit in it. We have six wings. Six we people can fit in that? Or yeah. you you have like no. You saw half of it. You saw half of it. But six people can fit in. Oh, okay. Um, are, is it real tight? Like, are you cr- are you crouching? Like, are you... Yeah, like, get into the cage and just sit down. Indian style, six people can fit sitting down. So, okay. Let's, okay. Let's, let's pause. Let's pause. Go. Would you say I said, how do they move around and have sex? Like that has Yeah, to be- I just want to... How do you get into this? Like, how do you... Like, how do you get... Is there like a like a IKEA for for sex cages? Like, break like for real, break it down for me. IKEA. Oh, so it's a um, I can't think of his business name, but this guy named Daniel. He's a black-owned sex equipment creator. I don't know what his title is. But he um he made us a sex cage. He made based in Atlanta. No, he's in DC. Okay. So he built all of it up there and then drove it down. He made us two St. Andrews crosses, and then we also have two sex wings and two spanking bins. What are all of these things that you're? So you know, so a St. Andrews cross is not put together; it's in the spare room, but it's like a cross that you can get tied up to. Oh, and then so like Jesus of Nazareth, yeah, or backwards. And then the spanking bench looks like a little horse that you just kind of ride on and then get spanked. Oh, and everybody knows what sex wing looks like. But it's like a independently. No. What is that? So is this like all set up in like one room? Is it like your it's like amusement? Your <laughs> amusement? Is this like, like your? So it's um one of the rooms in the conference space is, excuse me, it's like pretty big, and so we just 
set up all the, the equipment in there. And then on the other side, we'll have workshops. So you can, you can say, Hey, I want to come to this conference. Uh, that's cool. You guys are having these fucking conferences talking, but I want to go to straight to the sex cage yeah. and you can go straight to the dungeon and get mm-hmm. it in. Yeah. We that's have a dungeon up, master man. and an assistant to make sure that people are, you know, following the rules. We have sex toys um, that you can rent. And rent. This is a good time. So Tristan, when, when you're down there and somebody's not following the rules, you'd be like, hey, hey, hey. Like how like how do you regulate things? you go Tristan's gonna be the dungeon master? I know. I was like, what? <laughs> I haven't been to the conference yet. I just oh, I, thought, okay. I thought she said Tristan was gonna be running the uh running the dungeon. My bad, I misheard that. Experience the whole thing this year. Oh okay. Oh yeah, I wanna pull up. I definitely wanna pull up. Yeah. Oh, you sure, sure you wanna pull up? You sure? Yeah, this I mean it's black. This is black. Like I gotta just for the you know, I have to this is science. <laughs> it's for science, man. This is the thing about the is like people who are vanilla or who are novices are their things for them to do also. They're like a lot of one-on-one classes. Mm. Something that's just specifically about healing. Something that's just about instructionals. We have wow. um, uh, what is it? Uh, extended education credits. So some things can be taken and then go towards your college credits. So there oh, are things fire. for everybody. But then we have like two-on-one classes and three-on-one classes for people. So we always um, unleash our schedule like 30 days before so people can kind of map out which days they want to come, what days are they most comfortable. Um, and something, even though it's a sex conference, every single workshop is not going to be specifically about sex. Right. There'll be some things about education, HIV awareness, um, healing, like all kinds of stuff. You have to do like a photography right. class too? Oh yeah, we have photography classes. Like the, the first part of the, it'll be like a two-part class the first part everyone will have their clothes on the second part everyone's clothes come off so we just have something for nice. everybody and we always tell people if you get uncomfortable we have um like volunteers and healers like walking around if you get uncomfortable you get overwhelmed flag somebody down they come and save you they go put you in the healing space so you can cool off relax you can go back go to your room or do whatever i think that's really dope to have like a safe space for you guys to do all of that you have then, to because yeah. sex is great until someone is triggered or someone is traumatized. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that that you're so edu- like you're you're educating each other too. Mm-hmm. I think that's really amazing. Yeah, thank you. And you got to have aftercare also. You know what I mean? Like yeah. um I think it would be irresponsible if we didn't. I think this is fire. That's the reason why we had you on the show. Thank you so much for sharing. Um tell the people how they can connect with you on social media or how they can learn more about sex down south so if you have any questions you can email me at tia at sexdownsouth.com if you want to go to the website it's www.sexdownsouth.com and if you want to connect on instagram it is sds kind thank you so much i think you guys should like explore even if um, you, we do a physical, you're able to do it in the physical space, like the online education piece for stuff like this, there is a huge opportunity, especially in the black and brown space, because it's people that want to learn and know about these communities. And there isn't like, I can go look up polyamory online and watch some YouTube Wikipedia type article, but to right. actually connect with black and brown people who are educated, intelligent, and like savvy, there is mm-hmm. not content out there like that. So please, please like, think about I that too. everybody. but we got you know we can we can touch and 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 be not touched i don't that doesn't make any sense but thank you tia uh we appreciate you and we hope that you continue to be a boss and live your best life thank you you remember me like 15 years ago yeah i know yeah yeah i don't know who i am i do the truth uh it's from the uh Truth tour. It was like way back hey. when, way back when. It, it says a story for another time. It was it was a lot of shenanigans. Uh, a lot of shenanigans. Yeah, you too. You too. Bye. I'm gonna pull up. I'm a for real pull up. Tristan, me and Tristan gonna pull up to the sex down. I'm coming too. Yes. Okay, Ashley. Podcast. We should. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, and we have to digital good time. We have to talk. Oh, okay. we, let's do it. Let's let's shut up. Thank you, Tia.
right, thanks guys. Peace. Deuces. All right. So this is a longer episode than we normally have because we're just kind of shooting the shit, basically. And I'm okay with that. You know, not everything has to be structured and all like, you know, and everything See, has he's to convincing be. himself right now. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, I am. Yeah, it's totally fine. <laughs> okay. It's totally fine. It's okay. It's but okay. I know that they're going to be like, this is, we're all over the place with this, this episode. But I think that's life sometimes. And that's like the way we deal with sexuality and the way like everybody's in different parts of their life where you're exploring and deciding what you want and that's life. Like we literally have each have a different perspective on that. And I think that's really cool about what sex down South is doing that they're ca- trying to cater to as many of those, uh, as many people as they can from education to people who are into the hardcore kink, you name it. So I, I like the that. comfortability that it presents as well. And I like the yeah. comfortability that our show has given as well um, with mm-hmm. you introducing the topic and allowing us all to kind of like come out of our shells when it comes to like talking about it because we can we can do these things but it's like a thing like an unwritten thing that you don't yeah. talk about what you do you taboo know? we out of the taboo era man we in the new and this i think is there's new. other people this that experience the, the same things that i think that i've been through but I yeah just don't for sure <laughs> you're not alone you're speaking that's what i'm saying we're each speaking to a specific group of people man living their life all right so we're gonna go ahead and get into the picks now uh as we bring this episode to a close this is Picks of the Week. So, uh, everybody, we'll just go around, Robin. Anybody want to go first? Uh, I'll go ahead. Got, I got a keyboard to start practicing with the new band, so that's what I've been listening to. Yeah, what's the name of the band again, so the people know? Narwhals. The Narwhals, which is the unicorn the unicorn dolphins, basically? Yeah. Exactly. Unicorn dolphins. Yeah, I'm just there. I've been watching Westworld, trying to see what's going on because they always, which fire. is like, it's yeah, it's like, man, it's like a movie. I haven't movie. gotten into it yet. Movie. The third season. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's yeah. it's interesting because it's tied. It has a similar theme and narrative oh, yeah. to one of my favorite shows uh, out right now. That's called Devs, which mm-hmm. I've talked about it before. Oh yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but I'll, that's whatever. Whatever. So that's your pick. Oh, and um, Leslie Jordan on Instagram. That guy's hilarious. What? You know Leslie Jordan? Is he's an IG comedian? No, he's an actor, but he's just gotten on Instagram has just been like talking so much, but he's been going viral. I'm gonna put it up so you can hear it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta clip. Well shit, what are y'all doing? I'm watching beginning. Beginning (laughs) (laughs) Look it up, he's hilarious. All right. We'll put that in the pack. I haven't even mentioned that, but hopefully you all get the idea that each episode has a resource guide attached to it, which will have all the links to the picks of the week. It'll also have resources. It's got all kinds of fire ass shit that will help you in your digital life. So check it out. The DigiPack, you can get to it on the in the newsletter. You can also get to it via our social media, um, Facebook, et cetera. All right, that's my plug for the week. All right, who's next? Um, I will go next. I am really into that new Division album. Mm. Yeah, uh, in her feelings. What's your favorite track? Um, Between us. Who's uh, who's on that? Is that just him, or is there a feature on that? No, hold on. I haven't listened to it yet. I like Division a lot. I haven't listened it's to it yet. No. S N O H. Snow algebra. Algebra snow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's 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 amazing. She's amazing. Division. All right, Division's new project OVO. They've been going back to back because uh, Party Next Door I'm just like dropped. Really waiting for that whole thing to drop, and I'm just like, <sighs> it's giving you the feels. Does it give you the feels? All the feels. All the feels. All right, there we go. Well, that might be connected to our previous conversation. Well, <laughs> you know, that was uh, uh, you know, uh, cool. All right. Uh, your turn, Jack. You no, know, I was take it, uh, take it home. pretty excited for the uh, return of Playboy Cardi. Uh, though it's only a single. Um, meh, as it's called. Meh. 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 Isn't it at meh? Um, or is no, it just meh. meh. I thought it's it was just meh. meh. It's just yeah, meh. It's, uh, it didn't disappoint. I'm a, I'm a big Playboy Cardi um, mm. fan. And um, actually, I'm a, uh, I'm a Uzi fan as well. I don't know if they got like a little tension going on, but I hope yeah. that... That's not the case, and they can make some music together again because uh, they have a they have a special chemistry. So 
yeah and then yeah. in terms of like uh like on uh things i've been watching uh i've just been watching a lot of like uh stuff on like cults and uh i just been watching like all the cult documentaries like i'm really fascinated oh, okay, with okay. these like personality cults and stuff mm-hmm. uh, so i've just been kind of going through of course you know like Probably one of the best ones is Wild Wild Country. If, if mm-hmm. you've never uh, watched Wild Wild Country about, uh, I've Osho. heard about that. Yeah, I've heard you, about that. You need to watch. Is it. that on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's um like maybe six episodes. Each of them is like maybe an hour long or something like that. But it's it's very captivating, and I think it's amazing that all of, all of what took place took place, and most of us don't even know about it. Like, mm-hmm. and it was like pretty major. It was pretty major uh, situation. Um, you said that's called too- Wild Wild West. It's called Wild Wild Country. Um, Wild Country. Yeah. So yeah, that one's on Netflix. I would recommend that one probably first. Um, and uh, yeah, so cool, cool, cool. and uh, Osho. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so I'll take it home. I want everybody in America <laughs> to take a moment and look at this right here. <laughs> I just wanted to play you that clip. For that, huh? yeah. yeah, I just wanted. I just wanted to play that clip. And what have we done to the world? Look what we've done. <laughs> so I just wanted to play those those clips. Uh, so yeah, this has been an interesting episode. My final uh, my final picks will be that I got a few uh, musically. Uh, I would say check out uh, Kent Jams and Buddy just dropped a duo project. If you're not familiar with Buddy, you just you should you should just do check him out because Buddy's Dude, fucking solid. Dope. Yeah, buddy has been dope though. for a long ass time. He's been he was signed to Pharrell for a while. He was his, he was like a writer for Pharrell and he's just been dropping bangers for quite a minute. Um Word. and Kent Jams used to be in this group called uh, Overdose and he was like the lead out star from them. They got a banger of a project, so definitely check that out. And then they dropped the top ten screw version of Don Tolliver's uh project, which is mm. Fuego, and it's perfect timing for the holiday season coming upon us. Speaking of the holidays, I want to shout out my squad and my people's Woodfire, uh, the good homie Lord Biscuit and Dr. Love are dropping Tree Masons, which is a 420 release. And so by the time this episode drops, it'll already be out. They already know what it is. Woodfire is a squad and they just got incredible music. And, uh, you know, it's always a holiday, you know, depending on how you get down. So, uh, yeah, those are my music picks. And then TV show, again, I can't say enough. I recommend everybody check out this show called Devs. It's a mind fuck of a show about reality and the nature of how we perceive reality and its connection with technology. It's fucking incredible. Everybody should check it out. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's, uh, that, I'm going to say that's going to be our show. And this is what I got to say. Uh, one more thing. Corona be gonna. Corona be gonna. Corona be gonna. Corona be gonna. That's how we're in the show. Yeah, man, we know we want it to be gone, but I hope everybody's, you know, participating and practicing self-care as this episode is is pretty much designed to speak to however you're taking care of yourself, whether you're masturbating, whether you're not, whether you're fucking, whether you're not, whether you're doing whatever you need to do to get yourself through in a healthy way, more power to you. We hope we've given you some resources to get through that. This is Digital Good Times, man. Y'all got anything else you want to say? No. No? All right, then we out. That's (laughs) the end of this recording. Peace.